Let me start today's episode with a question for you, dear listener. Who is your role model? If the answer is your mother, you are in good company because that is the number one answer I always get to that question. Hi, this is Candy O'Terry. Welcome to the story behind her success. Today's episode is all about the magic of the mother-daughter connection and how it can give us the confidence to accomplish great things with our lives. In the spotlight, a young airplane pilot and her mom. Together, they are the co-owners of the Beverly Flight School. Give them a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Beverly Flight School. It's also the story about how a 15-year-old had a dream of becoming an airplane pilot and how her mother gave her wings to fly. Their names are Emma, now 20, and her mother, Tina Anderson. And this is their story. As I welcomed them into the studio, I started out by asking Emma to take us back to that very first time when she started talking about wanting to learn how to fly an airplane. I had always had an interest in space and aviation ever since I was a young girl. I never knew how to start this journey. I remember I approached my mom and I said, what happens if I started taking flying lessons? And we waited a few months and I didn't really know how to go about it. And she said, why don't we look this up? Why don't we make this a reality for you? And that's where it all started from there. You know, I guess my follow-up for you, Tina, is, is, you know, so many times as our children are growing up, there's the, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a police officer, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse. Your kid says she wants to fly airplanes. Yeah, uh, when she told me that, I was like, okay, where is this coming from? But um, my husband and myself, um, Emma's dad, were very supportive, and whatever she wanted to do, as long as it made her happy, uh, we wanted to let her experience it, and it's been a great experience. Tell me a little bit, Emma, about why you love flying so much. The first time I went up, they said, when you come down, you're going to get bitten with this bug. And I completely understood. It's such an incredible feeling being up there, being in control of an aircraft and seeing the world from a different perspective. It's really incredible. And I knew I couldn't ever give it up. So I had to pursue it. Well, there have been so many accomplishments here and you got your start so young. Right now, yes. how old are you? I am 20 years old. Okay. And this has been going on for a while, right, Tina? So yes, this it is has. Not, this is nothing <laughs> new. So let's go back to the first time you flew, November 2016. You were only 15 years old. Yes. Take me back to that moment. Yep. So I arrived at the airport. I remember mom was there in the waiting room with my dad and the instructor took me out to the airplane and taking off for that first time was incredible. And I came down, he said, that was your first flight ever. I got my first logbook. And I remember looking at the logbook and saying, I wonder where and, and how many years or months what this logbook is gonna have and all the accomplishments and memories and experience it's gonna bring me. So it was a really incredible day. It sounds like it was a life-changing experience. And like you said, you know, then you get the bug, right? Yes. You know, Tina, it's one thing for our kids to get their driver's license. It's another thing to watch them go up in the air in an airplane. How has this been for you? Was it scary for you? Did you just have to put that aside and say this is her dream? It was scary at first, I gotta be honest, just knowing that she was up there in the air. (laughs) um, I I knew she uh, was in great hands. But a funny story, she actually 
flew an airplane and soloed before she even had her driver's license. So we were driving her to the airport because she couldn't drive herself. I now know that flying is much safer than driving cars. So I'm okay with her flying an airplane by herself. As we record this, we are in a beautiful town here in Massachusetts called Beverly, which is also home to a local airport. So lucky you that you grew up in an area where there is a local airport. You started working there in high school. Tell me about that job. I did. So I started working at the Beverly Flight Center when I was a senior in high school. So I was working at the desk where I was scheduling people. I was around pilots all day. Uh, I was around, I got to meet air traffic controllers and it was a great environment over there. And it was during the time where I was deciding where to go to college. Um, And I found out that Beverly Flight Center was affiliated with North Shore Community College. So I had a, a big decision to make if I wanted to go away for college or if I wanted to stay at North Shore Community College and work at the Beverly Flight Center and stay home and fly there. So it was a... That was a big decision. Your first solo flight, Emma, you're 16 years old. Tell us about the hours of flight school and instruction that you had to go through before your first solo flight. So I soloed, I had around 35 hours and it's different for everyone, but your flight instructor wants to make sure that if anything happens up there, you're gonna know exactly what to do. You're not gonna panic. You're gonna fly the plane first. That's the number one rule is to always fly the plane first. So I would go up with my flight instructor and practice emergency scenarios. um, And we would just practice landings over and over again. And uh, when he felt comfortable to sign me off to go solo, that's when I was allowed to go up for the first time by myself. Let's go to your mom, Tina. First time she flew solo. I just have to say, oh my God. I mean, how do you let her go? I was very nervous. But her instructor and the staff was very supportive and they walked me through it. We were able to listen to Emma on the radio with the walkie talkies and we were able to watch her come in. But they were confident that she knew what she was doing. So that put my mind at ease. So it was thrilling to see that I actually have a recording of it. So I love to watch it from time to time. Um, her first solo flight. You know, you're reminding me that there's a very famous saying about giving our children wings. Yes. And you've done exactly that. (laughs) Yes. And she's still home. So I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Alone up there at 10,000 feet, 12,000 feet. Tell me where you fly and then paint us a picture. Emma, you take off and you break through the clouds. Talk to me about that. So for my first solo flight, you stay uh, a bit lower. So I was up about 1,100 feet. It was uh, local around the airport. That's where I had to go. It was my restriction. So when you're taking off for the first time, I was kind of talking to myself like, wow, I don't have a flight instructor here to guide me. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. And the plane felt different. I didn't have someone sitting next to me. It was an incredible feeling being all on my own. So. When you break up through the clouds, have you done this yet? How high have you flown now? Because I know you've done also a cross-country flight. Yes. At 18, and you went to Maine. How many miles was that, and so how high were you? So it's around 75, 80 miles away. So um, that was my first time going from point A to point B, which is what flying is really about. I stayed around 4,500 feet or 5,500 feet, so it wasn't too high. 
but um, it was a, the first time that I ever got to fly to a whole new uh, state on my own, which is really incredible. What types of planes are you now licensed to fly? So I'm comfortable on the Piper Warrior, so it's four seats. I could go up there with you. Yes, you could. I can carry passengers. <laughs> <laughs> Question for you, Tina. Yes. Have you been in her passenger seat? I have, and I've enjoyed it. You know, I just, I'm very She proud. says this in such a guarded way, right, <laughs> I Emma? Have, I have. I, I have enjoyed it. And it, just being up there and seeing the landscape, the coastline, it's just beautiful. And it's I, a whole different way to see the world, it isn't is, it? It is. It really is. And I'm proud of Emma that she can actually do that. And she's so confident and that she can fly this airplane. It's just awesome. Well, speaking of being so proud of Emma and sharing in this dream, you and your mom, Emma, are very much a part of making this whole thing a reality. At some point, you both decided that you were going to start buying shares in airplanes. Tell me how that works. Uh, well, we decided because Emma was going to pursue her licenses that it would help out with the cost of flying airplanes. So when we bought the share in the airplane, it helped offset some costs for us. Tell me about the day, Emma, that you got your private pilot's license at only 19. Take us all back to that day. I knew I was completely prepared. I was so scared out of my mind, however. I drove to the airport in complete silence, and I remember I got there, and everyone was just quiet. They knew I was kind of freaking out. But you were in the zone. Yes, exactly. Um, the examiner was uh, incredibly polite, and it made me feel very comfortable. So once I took off, I realized this is just a flight. I'm just proving what I know, and I know everything I need to. So it was, a, it was great. It was a good feeling. You are enrolled, and you said this a little earlier in our interview, in a professional pilot program, and you're working on your aviation science degree. Yes. Tell us all just a little bit about your studies. What are you learning? Well, there are some basic math and English courses, but there are also some great aviation-tailored classes, such as human factors in flight and aviation law and safety. So I've learned a lot in a lot of different areas of aviation along with the flying. So it's been a great opportunity. Well, the big news for this partnership, this mother-daughter story, is that you bought the Beverly Flight Center. Tina, take us back to that conversation with Emma and the decision to make this big purchase. So one day, Emma, Emma had talked about, one day I'm gonna own a flight center. I'm like, okay. So uh, the previous owner said to Emma, hey, Emma, you know, I'm planning on retiring. How would you like to buy the flight center? She's like, okay, let me talk to my mom. So Emma came to me and said, hey, mom, um, how would you like to buy the flight center? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, sure, why really not? I would really like to be at your kitchen table. <laughs> you know, it must be pretty exciting. <laughs> it was Everyone is like, they're like, really, Tina? I said, yeah. I'm like, I had just left a job after 15 years. I was working towards my accounting degree at an older age, and I had just landed a great job. And when she came to me, I said, okay, let's do this. So the job that I left, that I was there for a good year, 
they totally understood and they said this was a great opportunity. And I said to Emma, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for us. So we decided, yep, we're gonna do this and here we are. How did that feel, Emma, to get the okay from the folks and to make this big (laughs) investment? Um, I wake up every day and I'm very grateful that uh, I have the support from my mom and my dad and if it wasn't for you, mom, I wouldn't be where we are. So it's awesome. Entrepreneurship is exciting, (laughs) but it is also very, very hard. What have you both learned about owning your own business? I knew we were gonna be okay, but of course there's doubts and you get sleepless nights and you're up worrying, but we've learned an incredible amount and we've really grown together in the business side of it and as people, so I'm really proud of us and I think we're doing really well. I'm guessing, Tina, that there are many skills that you brought with you from other jobs that have helped you be successful in owning this flight center. Uh, Yes, I have a business background and accounting background. And Emma actually prepared me. She said, Mom, she said, there's going to be a couple things that's going to happen. We can't control. Instructors are going to come and go. This is a stepping stone for instructors because they go to the airlines and planes are going to break down. It's okay. We'll get through it. And I've learned a lot from Emma and she's been very supportive. And I'm, like I said earlier, I'm very proud of her and I'm happy to be working and owning a business beside her. So give us an update on how the Beverly Flight Center is doing. How's business? It's really great. It's been fantastic. We're very busy and we are growing. We uh, recently just bought another aircraft a month or two ago. So we did our whole uh, a whole new aircraft purchase. So that was incredible and it was a big step for us. So it's exciting. What are your long-term goals for the Beverly Flight Center? Perfect scenario, what are you hoping for? We want to upgrade all of our planes. There's a, they're, they're old planes which are well loved but they take a beating. So we would love to upgrade the airplanes that we have and expand the business, make it the best it can be. Emma, talk to me a little bit about what you would say to a young girl or a young boy who might be hearing this episode of the story behind her success and they have their own hopes and dreams, not necessarily about flying an airplane either. How do you make your dreams a reality? I would say don't be afraid and just to take that first step Uh, You can really do anything if you put your mind to it. So I would say don't hold back and don't be afraid. And Tina, what do you say to that mom or dad who's listening to this program and saying, wow, I can't believe she helped her daughter do that. (laughs) What was in your mind and in your heart as a mom when your child had a dream? Just be there, be supportive and let them do whatever they need to do to get through it and just be there for them if they're having a hard time and just help them pick up the pieces, but just be support as supportive as you can be um, with your children to get them through their dreams. You know, I have a question that I always ask of every woman who's on this program, and this is an interesting situation because I have the mom and the daughter on the same show today, and thank you both very much, Tina Anderson and Emma, for being here today and telling us your story. I always like to find out about the childhood of the person who is being interviewed, and I'm going to start with you, Tina, because I think that to be a generous mom 
that must have been cultivated somehow, some way, when you were growing up. Tell us a little bit about where you come from and what life was like in your house when you were growing up. Uh, life was simple. I grew up in a small town in New Jersey. And I thought I heard a little, a little of that in your voice. <laughs> yes, I moved up here when I was 16, so I still have my New Jersey accent. But my parents were divorced. However, my, each of my parents remarried to somebody else, but they still had a great relationship. And I always wondered if they still had a great relationship, why would they divorce? But as <laughs> I got older, I understood and they did it because they loved their children and they knew that the problem was between them and not to bring the kids into it. So I think that was very important that they still loved each other. What were the values in your home? Was there a golden rule? What about education? You know, what really mattered in your childhood growing up? Um, just to be kind to people. You know, everybody has a story. Everybody, you know, has issues. So you don't know what the next person's going through. Um, just be the best that you can. And like again, be kind to one another. What about you, Emma? Brothers, sisters? What's the vibe like in your house? I have two older brothers, so they're very protective. They and still my... let you go up in an airplane, so you <laughs> yes. know. My parents are beyond supportive ever since I can remember, so I'm forever grateful for that. Who has been your role model growing up? My mom, definitely. Tell me why. She always pushed me, even when I didn't think I could do something myself, she always pushed me to go farther and um, even though maybe when I was young, I thought that it was annoying, but now I completely appreciate it and I, I'm forever grateful for it. Isn't it so nice when they come full circle? <laughs> yes. You know, my daughter starts saying all sorts of nice things about me lately. I, I kind of like <laughs> right. it. What about you when you were growing up? Who was your role model? My mom. Definitely my it's mom. always the mom. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Tell and me why. She was just always there for us, you know, no matter what we wanted. She never got angry. She just, if we, even as we became adults, like if I needed something, she was always there for us. And unfortunately, she passed away in 2012, and that was the toughest loss for us. And I always tell my sister, I said, I hope I can fill mom's shoes and be like mom, you know. And she said, it's hard to fill her shoes, but you know what? We're doing a good job. <laughs> well, not only are you a mother-daughter owned business, but you are a you are women entrepreneurs. So I wonder if you could start, Emma, tell me what is the secret to success as an entrepreneur? And I know you're a young one, but let's hear what you've learned so far. I was always afraid being a young business owner because especially in aviation, you have people's lives in your hands, but you have to be confident, you have to do your research, uh, you have to believe in yourself, and uh, mom and I, we have a good relationship and people really respect us, so it's it's gone really well. Mother-daughter, woman-owned business, and times are tough right now. What is the key to success, in your opinion, Tina, to be a successful entrepreneur? persistence it just doesn't come easy to run a business but everybody's been supportive honestly this is a man's business and the men that we have have been so supportive and they've had our back the whole time and Emma and I are trying to get more women in aviation right now there's like four percent of female pilots and we're trying to grow that number and again the men have been awesome very supportive and they've been working with us very well and like Emma said I think they respect the relationship that we have you know Emma I was looking at the jobs that you've had 
so far, starting from, you know, when you're 15, 16 years old at the airport. Do you think that in doing those jobs, taking care of the planes, de-icing the planes, being a dispatcher, do you think that's made you a better business owner? Yes. I still go out there at night and I clean the aircrafts and I make sure they look good and I clean the windshields and people say, why are you doing that? You're the owner. But it, it really doesn't matter. We're representing ourselves. So we want it to look good and we want to uh, be respected. Last couple questions. I ask everyone who sits where you are. Let's go with Emma first. When an obstacle is in your path, how do you get around it? You fly over it. Right? <laughs> yeah, we fly over it. What do you do when there's a challenge in your life? How do you get around it? Usually talk to my mom, get advice, think about what's important, and try to think about it with a level head and move from there. Tina. Uh, what I do is I stop. Uh, I talk to Emma because Emma's like, okay, mom, this is what we need to do. Or <laughs> is it really that big of a deal? And she actually will put everything in perspective for me, but I'll just stop. We'll think about it. And then we just move forward and do what we can. We do the best we can. Tina, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? And can you share that with us today? Yes. The best piece of advice I ever had was Again, be kind to people, just treat people like you want to be treated, and just keep plugging along and never give up. <laughs> Final question, Emma. I believe that our definition of success changes, and you are just starting on this incredible journey as a businesswoman, as a young pilot. What does success mean to you? When will you feel successful? I wake up every day feeling successful. I'm very grateful. I think we've created a great environment and we're happy and the people around us are very happy and we're doing something that we really enjoy doing. So I definitely feel successful right now. Tina, as you look in the rearview mirror a little bit at different chapters in your life and where you are right now in this new partnership with your daughter, what does success mean to you? Um, success means to me, I mean, getting up every day, being happy what I'm doing, seeing people enjoy what they're doing. It doesn't even feel like work. I, I'm at the airport 6.15 every morning. I just enjoy it. I enjoy being around everybody. It's well, been a great experience. Here's to continued success for this incredible mother-daughter team. Emma Anderson, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Tina Anderson, thank you so much for coming with your daughter to help shed some light on a fantastic story about her flight from the time she was 15 years old to where she is right now. Success to both of you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you so much. And that's the story behind her success for this week. If you know a woman I should interview for the show, reach out and tell me about her. Just go to my website, candyoterry.com. There's also a full library of stories for you to listen to anytime you need a little dose of inspiration. Follow me on Facebook at Candy O'Terry Official and on all other platforms at Candy O'Terry. And whether you're listening on one of our radio affiliates or from your smartphone, we'll have a fresh episode for you next week on the story behind her success. And remember, when we lift each other up, we all rise. <laughs>